0: Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. As I mentioned this entire month, I am going to be talking about Scandinavian design and the United States and how these two countries have sort of worked together and how design has been influenced by essentially both places have helped influence each other in their design. I attended an exhibition at the Milwaukee Art Museum and this exhibition went you know throughout Scandinavia to the LA Museum and then to Milwaukee. Particularly the exhibition was looking at from 1890 to 1980. I picked out sort of some of the top things that were designs there were there were a lot of designs that were really great. There designs that we know about but just some of them that sort of like maybe piqued my interest and in to show how one country can influence another country. And I sort of love this whole concept because that's sort of like at the core of what global trade does. You know global trade is not only just about, you know, products and services going from one place to another, but a lot of it's too about ideas. It's about ideas coming from one place going to another place. That really shows how the world today is how we're so interconnected and global trade has this whole interconnection between us being interconnected to each other. Some of the designs that I really liked, one was the rag rugs. And if anyone knows the rag rugs or the rugs that are made out of rags, and it was actually, you know, it was was a Finnish-American woman who started creating those rugs. And those rugs are still being uh, produced a lot in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which I thought was very interesting. There was an American weaver who studied in Sweden who who basically changed a lot of how weaving was done. A lot of the hand weaving was done in America. Things like table runners and things. He taught at the Chicago Public Schools and taught at the uh, Pentland Crafts of North Carolina. And again, had this great influence upon uh, the weaving industry in the United States. Jens Rissom, he did a very innovative chair, which is a, it's called Model 650 Chair. And if you go on to my blog that I've written about this, and you see this chair, you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen this chair around. It's a chair that's made for maple and jute. And in fact, today in the design industry and in my industry of home furnishing, home decor, There's still a lot of different versions of this chair, this type of chair that's being produced today. But this chair was actually produced many years ago in the 1950s or 60s. It's still being copied today. Greta Magnusson was a Swedish designer who relocated to to Los Angeles. And so she began to blend like Scandinavian and California design together. And she did a very iconic desk. And when you see that desk, you'll say like, oh, you know, I've seen other desks that have been similar to that. But what's interesting about it is she used uh, the materials she used were walnut, iron and formica. And so she sort of had this, you know, combination between light and dark, you know, kind of like mid-century furniture. So this was sort of an interesting uh, combination. Uh, Greta von Nielsen, she had this very interesting lamp that she produced, which was called the SPH lamp. And the interesting part about this lamp, it had this, it was very versatile. In other words, the lamp could be standing you could be, you know, it could be pinned to the wall or it could be hanging so that you could buy a lamp and you could either have it be like a table lamp or you could have it be like a sconce or it could be a lamp that was hanging uh, kind of like a chandelier. Pierre Schmid and Peter Berg, uh, they did quite a bit with silverwork and they did some, you know, beautiful silverwork work uh, type of things, including some handcrafted candle operas. Jens Quiskard was a Danish designer and, you know, he basically worked, had a great impact on American design, especially in some of the uh, dishes. And if you might remember, maybe when you were younger, maybe your grandmother has one of these, you know, stuck somewhere in her cupboard or something, an old bright enamel dish um, that she used to use to make casseroles out of. That was basically something which was influenced from Scandinavian design. Finn Jules played a pivotal role with modern furniture in the American market. He began to produce chairs for Baker's Furniture and he began to create them for the American taste, and his armchairs were manufactured here in America, and it really helped to bring Scandinavian design in. If you're interested, I have a podcast where I've just talked about Finn Jules and his his agreement or his, his collaboration with Baker Furniture. Arnie Jacobson, he really made this timeless shell, which is known as the egg chair. And, you know, it's really what's so interesting about this chair is I was recently in the a United Lounge in Tokyo, Japan. And there was a version of this chair in the United Lounge, you know, sort of like, yes, a modern version, but it's still a chair which is relevant today. And it's become an important, it's still an important design. And this was a chair which was produced by Arne Jacobson, a Swedish, I believe it was a Swedish designer. It was designed in 1972 actually, sorry, not Swedish, I'm I'm sorry, it's a Danish masterpiece, that it continues to be, the iconic eight chair continues to be important today. You know, this exhibition really showcased this collaboration that has gone on for all these years between American and Scandinavian design. And it just shows how important these two countries have been to each other. It really shows that Scandinavian design has influenced the United States design in many ways. And, you know, maybe in some ways, the design that was taking place here influenced back into Scandinavia. I sort of love this whole concept and this whole thought because it sort of shows that how we as human beings and as countries are all interconnected to each other. So, you know sometimes we think that maybe we might be an island, we're all alone, we you know we, we're not interconnected, but we're really interconnected in so many ways. And that's one of the great things about global trade. Those of you that are in the global trade like I am is this interconnection between the worlds that's taking place where something being produced, let's say, in Vietnam is being exported and sold in the United States. And maybe something being produced in the United States is being exported and sold in Vietnam. It's it's this whole reliance upon this global trade. And that's kind of like what global trade does. Global trade helps to make the world a better place. And that's really what I love about global trade and why I'm so passionate about global trade is I feel like global trade helps make this world this more interesting and unique place. And, you know, though we always think of global trade as something about where, you know, goods or services are moving from one place of the world to the next. But a lot of times, too, it could be ideas. There can be ideas that come from one place that move to another place. And that's kind of what this exhibition showed. It showed this movement of ideas and how maybe the ideas came from Scandinavia, but then got adopted for the United States market and were produced for the United States and became part of the United States culture it became part of our design. It became part of the United States identity and who we are. That is one reason why I love this exhibition so much, because I feel like it really showed this identity. Another reason, of course, is my my own mother is Swedish, so I grew up with a lot of Scandinavian and Swedish influence in my home, and I have you know, relatives that still live in Sweden, I've, I've spent time in Sweden, I've gone to school there, and so I know Sweden and Scandinavia quite well. Now, the one thing I've seen um, in my years of, of, you know, throughout my life and being involved in these two countries is how the merging has happened between these two countries in many ways, where you can find Scandinavian things in the United States and where you can find things from America in Sweden. That is what global trade's about. It's about the exchange of good services and ideas between countries and people. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to put a link to our blog that we wrote about this, which is about Scandinavian design in the United States from 1892. To 1980 and its impact that it's had upon the U.S. design. If you're interested to hear more and to see more about some of these designs, we'd like to thank you, our listeners. We know without you, that would not be possible. And thank you to Rico uh, for help making, doing the technical side of this and making this possible. Mm